1: Hi and hello, football fans. Your old pal Dave Damashek here. Make sure you check out the Dave Damaschek Football Program. You can watch it on YouTube, NFL.com. You can listen to it on iTunes or Stitcher or NFL.com slash podcasts. We look at the world of pro football and the game called life. The Around the NFL Podcast.
2: Wants to make you a mixtape, girl. (laughs)
3: Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes. Colleen Wolf, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys and girl? Hey, Dan. What's happening? Yo. Uh, Colleen, this is... Big day, big week. You're like third or fourth show in a row with us? Would that make... Was that a record for number... Five? I don't think
4: she was on last Monday show, not to poke a hole in your theory. Though. Oh. Yeah. It's been poked. But welcome so. back. But many shows. We can't start, have enough. Though. I think three or four out of five. <laughs> Filling in for
3: the, uh, for the Sizzler, uh, who is off today. It's his son's birthday. Um, young Colton, I believe, is four years old, so he's spending time with the family. Connie
4: Fox always oh, on the ready to jump in.
3: That's
5: so right.
4: We still got uh, four in the room. Happy and- birthday to Colton and Simone, Sessler, Mark's wife. And then, of course... The old Zeuser, Dan has had a birthday over the weekend.
2: Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you.
4: Thank you. It was a great,
3: uh, you know, great birthday. 36 years old. Time's getting away from me now. But, uh, you know, you just got to make the most of <laughs> what you have left at this point.
6: <laughs> you're, I agree. You're a strapping
3: young lad. I hope so. But th- I do think about stuff like if you doubled, if you double your age, and then if you died, would it be a tragedy? And if <laughs> wow. You're Are you serious? and he died 72, you know, it's kind of young, but it's not that young. It's not crazy. So you could say this midlife crisis could be starting. Well, I, actually, right now with the show,
2: I can understand. I think my dad is this seventy-two. Is on your mind. What are
3: right. you trying to say? I hope your dad lives for another 30 years, Greg. But I'm just saying he's not a young man anymore mortality is something we all wrestle with. Yeah, think about it Dan lot. just
2: told me that I looked fresh-faced in a picture from 2010, so I think age is on everyone's <laughs> mind right now. Uh,
3: that was not meant to be an insult, but <laughs> we're all going to die anyway. I was doing a web search unrelated to it, and then up popped the story of uh, headline Gonzo and Colleen Wolf off the <laughs> market. A whole news article written in the Filly Insider in 2010 oh, about God. your engagement. Wow. Um, and there was a picture of you and, Fresh face. It was a while ago. Well, 2010's thanks. a while ago.
2: Yeah, you're right. Six years.
3: this That's not what I meant, though. I want you to know that.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> this is the uh,
3: Monday edition of the Around the NFL podcast, sponsored by no one, but that doesn't mean that it can't be sponsored by someone. Come at us. Come at us. Work with us, and we'll work with you. Uh, great show, because this is Draft Week, guys. It's here uh, on Thursday in Chicago. Uh, The name of the facility, Greg, is... Draft Town is (laughs) Chi-Town. No, not the slogan. (laughs) That's all I say. the slogan that definitely (laughs) needed to be workshop. That's all I
4: say during Draft Week. Draft Week is Chi-Town. That's my answer. I'm sticking with it.
3: I would assume Chi-Town is one of those nicknames that anybody from Chicago would be like, we do not like that. Oh, people
2: people yell at me all the time on Twitter. They're like, whatever you do, do not refer to Chicago as (laughs) Chi-Town. And I didn't even know that was a thing.
4: Can you call it the Windy City? Yeah,
2: I guess. Yeah,
4: people call it that
2: or it, maybe just Chicago. Well, we're
4: not going. We're going to be here so that we can tape some high octane podcast after the first round and after uh, the draft ends on Saturday.
3: Yeah, this is, uh, as I said last week, this is the one week of the year where we have a Saturday night show. Um, so we'll have today's show. Today is Monday. And then on Thursday after the draft, we'll have a wrap up of round one and then Saturday night wrap up around one through seven with big takeaways
4: winners and losers and whatnot. Yeah. So it's that'll big be big.
3: And well, and as everyone, if you, if you're a fan of this podcast, you know that this time of year, uh, we do, uh, bring back one of our favorite games. We love competition. Greg, you love to wager. Uh, we all love <laughs> the idea. Of it's a, accurate.
4: It's who, not allowed. And by
3: the NFL, who can get things right, who can get things wrong. So we have a game called, go get my lunch, you human disease.
2: (laughs) That's the name of it now.
3: No, it changes. Okay. So we're going to go around the horn here uh, a few times and make uh, sandwich props on what's going to happen in the draft uh, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mostly, I would think many of the bets will be, or props, we don't bet here, Mm -hmm. will be centered around, Thursday night round one, but that doesn't necessarily have to hold that way. It could be anything related to the draft. So, um, and if you want to check out the standings, go get my lunch.org. It's a bit, this will be a big round, Greg, because it's very tight, the standings.
4: Yeah, it's like a three-way tie atop the top, just about. I, I think I'm I'm just ahead of you and, you and Wes. Yeah, so we'll get to that. We're going to get more into that a
3: little bit later, but there's some big news to talk about, so uh, we don't want to waste too much more time. We should get into it and to do that. Uh, let's check behind the glass. Uh, the Irishman, Brandon McGinnis. What's up, buddy?
5: Nothing much, Dan. How are you doing?
3: Good, good, good. I, this first news item we're going to talk about, I know, is going to hit home with you and the man to my right. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to it. Ah, Prince. Rest in peace. Maybe we'll talk about him a little bit later. But right now, we must start... On the throne of sleaze. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone run. There's no way to run. The atomic blast knows no bounds. <laughs> on Monday, the U.S. Second Court of Appeals handed down a decision that reinstates the four-game suspension of Patriots quarterback Tom Brady for his connection. To the deflated football scandal uh, back in the 2004, fourteen AFC. It feels like 2004, 2014 AFC Championship game against the Colts. Brady's suspension was nullified by uh, Judge Berman back in September. It allowed Brady to play the entire 2015 season, of course. But this all, and we, you know, we didn't cover it too closely as it, the court process was continuing to unfurl. But it was happening over the last couple of months. This was still going on. The NFL trying to get the suspension put back on the books. And in a 33-page decision, the Second Cur- Second Circuit Court, we must respect the court's opinions. This is our country, and we're <laughs> founded on the principles of government and believing that it can guide the people in a proper manner. So our bl- legal
6: system is not perfect, but it's so, the best legal system in the world. So you Thank believe OJ-,
3: O.J. is innocent? Listen, there are outliers and everything, but... <laughs> Uh, In a 33-page decision, it was decided that the ban must be put back uh, and Brady suspended for the first four weeks, barring another Hail Mary. Greg,
4: we'll start with you. Well, a lot to think about here. The first is that it's, it's not even about whether Tom Brady deflated the balls or not. This is just about... How much power does Roger Goodell have, so it's kind of a boring legal topic to talk about, but the the court believed that basically he's got all the power he can do what he wants he, I mean he, that that they agreed to it and that and that he disagreed with the original version, saying that that the players have agreed to give Goodell this latitude so he can he can do it yeah whether whether he's whether he did anything whether it's worth it or not, he can do what he wants. The union agreed to it he can roll by fiat, and the the judgment was made.
3: That what Judge Berman ruled last September, he overstepped his bounds, essentially, and was ruling on a case that it really wasn't about whether or not Brady should have been suspended. It was like what Greg was saying, that it was whether, you know, Goodell acted within his power, and he did, Colleen, according to this court. So now... A four-game ban is back. And from what we hear, and I don't know if you're our legal expert, Colleen. Oh,
2: please rely on me for that. You should. um, You're
3: our regular Gabe Feldman. (laughs) (laughs) Old Gabe Fox. Um, No, uh, now barring something that's unforeseen, it sounds like this one might actually stick. Um, Tell us your thoughts about what this means for the Patriots.
2: Well, I mean... They sort of last year had kind of a dress rehearsal already with Jimmy Garoppolo and we never really got to see what that was going to look like, how it was with him running the offense. So now they start the season with the Cardinals, Dolphins, Houston and the Bills. I mean, wait, wait, let's
4: do
3: that again. Okay,
2: so it's Cardinals
4: Cardinals at home. In Arizona. At, at Arizona. At, yeah. And then three straight home games.
2: Yeah, Dolphins, Texans, Bills.
4: Uh thrown a sleeves plus E's.
2: And what? And that
4: Dolphins, is literally the Texas hardest Texas. game in the league just about the is first at Atlanta. One, a tough one. And, yeah. and then after Arizona. that is a playoff team and then two mediocre teams. You're right. It's very rare that you get three straight home games ever and they're going to have it for Jimmy And they G. never lose in their building, but of course they never
3: not have Tom Brady, so everything's has kind of up in the air. We hear about Jimmy Garoppolo and I think Mark, when we were throwing, I can't remember what it was, but Mark recently on a show uh, invoked Garoppolo's name as someone that would be floated for a first-round pick. There's a lot of Positive vibes around Jimmy Garoppolo. But we still have never seen him play meaningful snaps in the NFL. So we'll find out potentially finally this September.
2: I wonder if they would think about bringing in Hoyer Mm. just to have there in case. I mean, he does have a history there. And why not? Seems
6: like a throne of ease kind of mood. Move just because you're the Patriots. You get to have these things happen.
4: Well, I don't think Hoyer would want to do it unless he really doesn't have any good options, which he might not. I mean, because I don't think they would bring in Hoyer to compete to start. Sure. I think Garoppolo would just be the starter. So then how much are you really paying your number three quarterback from weeks five to Mm -hmm. 17? I think they will draft someone. I mean, they only have one quarterback on the roster. It's Garoppolo, so they need to get two two more quarterbacks in. They'll draft someone at some point, probably late, what? and they'll sign a veteran. Whether it's Hoyer, it's, it'll be someone I think that'll take a low cost deal. But it'll be some veteran that that's
3: bring playing. Matt
6: Flynn back into the league. Right. Oh. I was going to say refresh
3: my memory. Was it Flynn that they brought in last August? It was. And they thought they were heading towards the same situation.
4: It was bring in Flynn. I mean that that's ugly. Part of talk about throne of ease. I there was part of me last year that. Obviously, you want Tom Brady out there for every game. But there was part of me that just, look, I've seen the Patriots with Tom Brady forever. Oh, stop. I would not. It's, I, it's, it's like a <laughs> fun. It experience.
2: must be so nice to be a Patriots Bring it. fan. Oh, let's just see what this is like because we can. And if the Patriots, no, but if like, they start off bad, it doesn't oh. matter because they'll turn everything around yeah. anyway. No,
4: but who do you get excited <laughs> about when you're a fan? Young quarterbacks. Hey, let's see this guy play. It's a different situation. This it it
2: happens. This Dan went in his hands. And, and you oh, by the way. You get the QB way,
4: ejects every week. You know that Brady was playing as high
6: a level as right. he ever played played
4: I'm just, until his players got hurt around him. I'm just saying there's positives and negatives. And there are two, two uh, national games in this uh, four spot, Sunday Night Football and Thursday Night Football. So the two biggest showcases that we have in our sport. Jimmy G plays well there. And then, yeah, then you trade him for the first-round uh, pick I next ju- year.
3: I just do want to remind you, in <laughs> case you haven't noticed with that insane uh, comment you just made, that at some point, probably in the next five, six years, you will not have Tom Brady to worry about anymore for literally the rest of your life. <laughs> right, I already <laughs> told you I'm good with the four Super
4: Bowls. So let's, you know, let's see what Jimmy G can do. I mean, what if if we're that guessing works. if we're guessing what they finish out of those four games? To me, the most likely answer is you know it's either three and one or two and two, and and you see. Oh, the right? best most part. most likely to go three and one or two and two, one of those two. What if Jimmy Garoppolo stinks? Well, they have, a whole, factor that in, they have this whole this whole thing called football that's a big team sport. The Denver Broncos just won. Taste the, that condensation. Uh, also, condensation. the
2: Browns are the first team that Tom Brady would play in week five. When did so, the
4: Patriots get the Broncos defense? Well, that's fair. They, <laughs> but they have a good coaching staff who can adjust. They have a pretty good defense. They have some weapons on offense. It's, not, it's They not won a, 11 games with Matt Castle. Right. It's not a talent-poor team. I would be shocked if they won less than two, but.
3: Who knows? You never know how this could play out. But the three home games really helps. You're in a tough spot, obviously, in week one. It was already going to be a challenging game. Now it's going to be a real. But it, wouldn't it be so Patriots, though, if they steal that week one game? Mm-hmm. I could totally yes. see that. And awesome. then end
2: up losing one of the other ones. Yes, that's kind of
3: what
4: it. I would expect. Um all right, so we'll see what he happens. Expects to beat the Cardinals with Jimmy Graham. No, yeah, but if you put <laughs> if they're if they're in a tough spot, right. like the few times that they're not expected to win over the years, that's usually when it's they really they, unbecoming. Well. Oh, you guys make it say, <laughs> you guys make it sound like being like a five point underdog or whatever it'll be is some massive upset. It's not that crazy. But you do you do realize,
3: and I say this with you know peace and love with all due respect. You sound a little spoiled when you're saying you
4: were kind of looking forward to not having Tom Brady. I'm not looking bit. forward to it. You're spinning it. And of course I'm water? spoiled. <laughs> of course we're spoiled. We, like, I appreciate it. The spoiled ones, to me, are the ones that don't even realize how lucky they are, and they're complaining about the Patriots all the time. All right. Well, you're about to get your wish. Potentially. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, In other
3: quarterback news, this is in uh, Colleen's neck of the woods uh, over in Philadelphia. Sam Bradford signed a a contract to stay with the Eagles earlier in the offseason. He probably felt pretty good about his situation. I'm going to get yet another chance to reestablish my value. I'm going to make a ton of dough. But then what happens? They go and they get Chase Daniel, and that was a little weird because the new head coach was talking up uh, Chase Daniel whenever he could prior to the start of free agency. And then they go and pull off the mega trade uh, to get into the top two of the draft, which meant they were going to obviously import the quote-unquote quarterback of the future. So Sam Bradford's angry, and, he, and he's not gonna—he's mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. Rap Sheet reports Monday that Sam Bradford will skip the Eagles offseason training program from now on in an effort to get traded. And the request to be traded, quote-unquote, blindsided the Eagles, according to Rapsheet. Sheet, and the team still views Bradford as their starter.
2: Oh, my God. There's so much here.
3: Is this... All right. Colleen, we'll tee you up, and I'll ask you the first question. Would this qualify
2: as... (laughs) For
3: Sam Bradford?
2: Yes. Of course he's going to be mad. I mean, why wouldn't he? It doesn't make sense that the Eagles are like, oh, my God, this was so surprising that Sam Bradford is like, what the heck? I don't want to play here anymore. It doesn't make any sense. But... You look at what happened here and everything that Howie Roseman was saying in that press conference, too, about Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. And it just seems like the whole thing is such a mess in Philadelphia. And it's always it's always just blowing up and imploding. And you have even today, Chase Daniel, he gets on Twitter. I mean, he's got to be the happiest guy right now. He tweets out great first day, phase two of the (laughs) offseason program. Offense looked sharp as ever. Still a long way to go, but a great start. Fly eagles fly.
4: One step closer. Ah, <laughs>
2: what a stinky Davis. <laughs>
4: what a total stinky Davis. The odds are inching up that we got Chase Montana, week one starter, just like I was hoping.
6: Where does Sam Bradford get off? Well,
3: that's what when I when I mentioned. Uh, I mean, I mean Wes, you're going to
6: explain the reasons why. Shut up, Sam Bradford. So, since Sam Bradford has been drafted, 20 quarterbacks have started 60 games in the NFL. He is 20th in every major stat except completion percentage. He's 19th. He's been the worst starter in the NFL for a half a decade.
4: Mm.
2: He demands to go to another team.
6: He's getting paid great money. Look, the idea of football more than any other sport is about competing. You compete for your starting spot. You don't, you're don't. you not bequeathed starting jobs well, in the NFL. Also,
2: he's skipping voluntary workouts. So it's right. like, this okay. Is,
4: this is lifting weights and everything, but once they have mandatory minicamps, and they're really, it even OTAs, I would say, that to me is a lot more meaningful that a guy who you want to be your week one starter is not there. It's not like a cornerback holding out that can just show up or a wide receiver that can show up. And you say, okay, it's the La Reveal Magnifico for Sam Bradford. I look at it the business perspective. Like, he's looking at what is out there, Denver, for instance, uh, what he could possibly get into. You could argue it's a La Reveal Magnifico for Howie Roseman Mm. because you said, oh, don't you think they've considered this and everything? Like, I don't think they thought this was going to happen when they made this move, that they were prepared for it. Louis Riddick, who I like a lot, uh, tweeted sort of about that, saying, I'm sure Philly decision-makers plan for the possibility he might get upset and demand a trade or not show up, and then or, or not. And, and pointing out this isn't fantasy football. You're dealing with real people here. And if they pay $11 million to Sam Bradford for a signing bonus, and they're forced to trade him, which I don't think will happen. I think ultimately he's going to stay because it would be insane to tell your owner, hey, by the way, remember how we traded up all those picks to to move up to number two? I also want to completely flush down the toilet the $11 million that you you gave for Sam Bradford with very little. And I
2: love that this is becoming a standoff now because Howie Roseman came out today and was talking about how Sam is such a pro and that they've worked together for so (laughs) long. He loves to play the game, and he looks forward to seeing him soon. It's the most Sam
4: Bradford story ever that he is battling with a team that is insisting he's their starting quarterback. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not your starting quarterback. He hasn't even beaten out Chase Daniel. Right. Well, but they say he's their starting quarterback. That's the plan. Give me a break. I love the glee, by
3: the way, in Colleen's voice and eyes when she talks about hell in Philadelphia. It makes me think of uh, Michael Kane from Batman. He's like, some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> You love it. You love when it's the Phillies on fire.
2: No, well, it's just like it doesn't surprise me at all, but it gives me something to talk about, and I love it. I love all of the madness that goes on because it's just like it's such a train wreck watching the Eagles in the off season. It's even more of a train wreck in the off season sometimes than it is in the regular season, and that's saying a lot because mm. last year not great.
4: And and. If he wanted a way to completely alienate and annoy every single Eagles oh, man. fan out there, I mean, this is the recipe to do it. They've, they'll go away from being annoyed at the Carson Wentz trade, and now they're just going to put all their pitchforks on Bradford. If Carson <laughs> Wentz
6: is the answer. If he's the solution, that $11 million doesn't matter. And, and the other question is... that That's
4: easy to say, but that's like someone's real money. It, 11, you know, we talk about like, okay, well, that's only dollars You're talking about dollars. a quarterback who's been paid $114 he, million dollars to win. He gets paid
6: $3 million for every victory in his career. Now... Everybody throws money at Sam Brandt. Now,
4: they say they won't trade him, but if if Denver offered a third-round pick for him, wouldn't they do that? In a heartbeat. I mean, again, he has to convince... That seems like a lot. They'd he has to convince... He has to convince Lurie that I... I you know, I'm, we just paid eleven million dollars for a third round draft pick, um, which is you know I think that's an uncomfortable I think that's an uncomfortable thing. That is telling your your boss that you messed up big time. That you trusted me to make this big contract, and now we're just His
3: literally. job getting was to up, find a oh, quarterback. Unless, yeah. unless, and this is not something that's done a lot in the NFL anymore. <clears throat> unless the Eagles actually do plan to go the route of giving their top pick a year or two. To I think marinate. that is their plan. And then you have Bradford and Chase Daniels, and Bradford's the starter, and, and th- who's going to complain? How could Sam Bradford complain that he might not have a job in two years? He's getting paid a plenty of money. The only time it really looks like Roseman messed up is if they really do, let's say, draft Carson Wentz and they name him the starter in August. Then I'm not sure what they, if the plan was ever really that clear. Brandon, you had something to say.
5: Yeah, I just don't understand why Bradford is upset, especially when um, getting paid Roseman, in well, I mean, especially when he, I mean, said this, I like vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say that?
2: Yeah, he was talking, that's what he was talking about when he was said, uh, describing Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, and he was talking about pepperoni and sausage <laughs> pizza as well. This was all on April 20th. Can I hear that again? Connect yeah. the dots.
4: I like vanilla and chocolate. That's creepy. It, right?
6: be- it yeah. makes sense
2: to me. That was
4: part of like a longer <laughs> clip, but immediately <laughs> I said oh. like that needs to be a sound drop.
2: Right I, unlike
6: Dan, I listened to the podcast with Lindsay Whoa! <laughs> oh,
4: of course, Dan hadn't even mentioned the, the history making we had in this what? in this room. Lindsay Rhodes and Colleen Wolf. What a
5: what a great show. They were on the show? They
4: were together? on together.
5: <laughs> wow.
2: Breaking. <laughs>
5: Well, wow. I mean, Dan, Dan didn't know about my Prince Easter egg either. So. No,
3: no, no. Oh. For some reason, I prioritize spending time with my family and my away, time away from the office. Weird. I guess of the that's show. where we're different. I apologize to everyone that I've offended <laughs> during your moment of great history. I didn't make the news. I guess I, I just
4: missed it. But I'm sure it was a fun
3: show.
2: It was great.
4: Yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't I don't recall I didn't see this kind of attitude out of Dan since uh, the Rosenthal and Jessel Vanity Project. Is what is that? <laughs> what is that? Another
3: another dead podcast on the roadside. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I I should check it out. I will check out. That's great. The first it's time all, all two women bad. have ever been uh, on the show at the same time. That mm-hmm. is historic.
2: It is. Th- Groundbreaking. Is that maybe at NFL media as well? is
3: <laughs> <laughs> <That's, laughs> might be true. Not just NFL. Like maybe sports.
2: Sports. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, all right. Moving on. Josh Norman, uh, as we know, the Carolina Panthers, uh, in a shocker, rescinded the franchise tag on the All-Pro cornerback, uh, making him a free agent. And uh, there was some thought. Oh, did they do? Did they do him dirty by? You know, waiting so long before making this decision. Apparently not, <clears throat> because just two days after the Panthers made that move, setting Norman free, uh Norman signed a five year seventy-five million dollar deal with the Redskins on Friday, uh, Ian Rappaport reported. The contract track makes him the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. And here's the banger right here. Fifty million in guarantees for Josh Norman to anchor the Washington secondary. Uh, they would hope for
6: years to come. What do we think about this move, Wes? I think it's it's taking a position of weakness. The Redskins have had a bad secondary for a lot of years, and now it might be a strength. Brashad Breeland was near Pro Bowl level himself last year. You had those two guys, and then you've got a lot of depth there. They've got a lot of former cornerbacks who can play safety on that roster too. So, I, I, to me, it's intriguing, and the and the most interesting part is.
4: September, he gets Antonio Brown, Des Bryant, and Odell Beckham right out of the gates. Mm.
3: Whoa.
4: I mean, there was a question when he got cut. Is the rest of the NFL going to view him as a guy that can be that good in any scheme? But Scott McLuhan has a great history with physical cornerbacks knowing what to look for in the secondary. I mean, their scheme in Seattle is pretty similar to, to what they had going on in Carolina. He did a good job drafting in the secondary uh, a lot of physical players for the 49ers. so it makes me more optimistic that this will work out well. That said, he is making eight—you know—he's getting paid like a super duper star. Eighteen—it's basically a two-year, thirty-seven million dollar contract. So he's getting—he's getting Sam Bradford money for two years, and I would—I would put the over under on his time in Washington at you know two two and a half years. What are you laughing at there, Wes? Sam Bradford money. Why do people pay this guy $18 million? Yeah, years? I should say, like, Tony Romo money or someone else. I guess Romo makes a It's just funny that more. somebody's willing to pay Sam Bradford that much money.
2: Yeah, and Josh Norman, it sounds like he didn't want to leave the Panthers, and he, I guess, tried to sign his tag after it was rescinded just to, like, see if he could get it in in time, and obviously that Really? Yeah.
4: That's fascinating because, like, wow. that would ended up being less money, but he really did just want to stay there well, and was happy with he, that. He— and he's
3: a, a guy from the the area down there. I guess he probably didn't think that there was any way it was going to play out this way. Here's some uh, audio of um, Norman, who was asked about the whole saga and how it came together.
6: Uh man. Still surreal. I, I mean, I'm <laughs> kind of crazy. Now I'm sitting up here and talking to you guys um, on another team, um, <laughs> another colors. <laughs> it's kind of um, still surreal. So, But I'm blessed.
3: Uh, he did an interview with Lindsay Rhodes on Total Access a couple weeks ago where uh, people in the newsroom were wondering if, if he was okay during the interview with some of the, his responses. But apparently that's how Josh Norman communicates. I don't know. Uh, but obviously he was blindsided by the whole thing.
6: It's fascinating. Greg's right. If he wants to be in Carolina, don't. I think it's interesting how athletes sometimes let their agents do everything for them and then they just get swept away by the tide. Yeah. He winds up in Washington
4: and doesn't sound like he wants to
6: he be He fired
2: there. his agent, right? Yeah. Because of the way it unfolded. And then also... I he, think he,
4: in the end, was happy because he had this quote today, you know, something about know your worth.
2: I have uh, it right and, here. You've got to know yourself. Know your worth, huh? I guess I know my worth. Uh, and that was uh, talking himself Patrick into Peterson. It?
4: Right. That was a response to Patrick Peterson saying, know your worth. Because so, in the end, I mean, he made out really well in this. And the Redskins...
2: It's a good fit, right? I mean, he's a good zone zone coverage, and that's if what you they do there.
4: tell Redskins fans that
3: you were going to get one of the top five cornerbacks in the league uh, right before the draft, they'd be doing cartwheels, so this really play, worked out well for them. Assuming he plays at the level he played at most of last year, he kind of was a guy that came out of nowhere a little bit to become see,
4: seen as like an elite guy. Uh, and even in the second half of the year I would not say he was as dominant as he was in the first half. I mean the Panthers and we talked about it on Thursday but yeah they made a strong statement in saying they can live without mm-hmm. Josh Norman. And I yeah. think
3: I think about that Odell Beckham game. If Odell Beckham kept his head on straight he probably would have embarrassed Norman, uh dropped a touchdown, make it, you know obviously got out of his game but was outplaying him routinely uh at certain points of the game. So I don't know. I mean, he see they overpaid it seems like but that's that's what that's the market for a cornerback a top like cornerback
4: would have been our number one free agent available is that, on our list is that like annoying to you because you ha- could have had that <laughs> sexy name at the top <laughs> <laughs> who was it in the end I don't even remember after all the tags were gone we oh god Malik it, Jackson Malik uh-huh. Jackson was it yeah
3: I look for any reason do we have it by any chance Brandon <laughs> no we don't it's off the board people <laughs> wonder and this not this is not the Irishman's fault about the drops. We have the like the first iPad ever made, I think. Yeah, what is it can, that? It can hold
5: like maybe four and a half drops per show.
2: You need way more for this show.
5: Yeah, yeah. I had to move like ten over just for today. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. something didn't wow. make the cut.
3: Another uh, news: We'll hit on this quickly. Mike Tarico. Everyone knows if you listen to the show that I love that man. Not not just as a play by play man, but I literally, I think I love Mike Tarico.
2: Oh God, what happened?
3: He is going. Uh, to NBC. He's leaving uh, ESPN for NBC. Wow. Uh, and this has big consequences, both for Mark's boy, Bob Costas. Tirico, probably in line to take over the Olympics coverage as Costas gets phased out of society. And
2: pfft, Maybe that's why Sessler isn't here today. It's phased actually. out of society. <laughs> and then
3: it's Sunday Night Football. Tariko's probably getting the big bucks. Al Michaels and Chris Collins are the best on TV. Michelle, too. Is it Michelle? Yeah. Michelle. That's great. Uh,
4: is, is Al, is Tirico taking over for Al? And how soon? Well, it's, it judging by the initial report that's out, he will be doing the five extra Thursday night games that NBC has picked up this year. I would be surprised if uh, he was just taking over for Al Michaels, but it gives them uh, someone to step in because Al's probably towards the end of his run, and and, and you'll have Tirico right there to just continue the – been going. It's a I, big loss for ESPN. It's a killer because I, I wish I would have known I had, you know, the last time Tariko
3: and Gruden were together. I could have oh savored it. You never, you know, you never appreciate these things till they're gone.
2: So. Well, he's not gone. He's still going to be around. But
3: that team, as we know it, they're broken up. And that that Monday night team, Tarico and Gruden.
2: I'm sorry, Dan.
3: Uh and finally, oh, one one more thing circling back to the Brady Big story. Big loss of uh, the
4: tennis coverage on
3: ESPN, too. Really? He's solid. He good? He's yeah. good at everything.
4: He's good at everything.
3: Uh, and circling back uh, to the Brady story, <laughs> uh, he did get some support on a very tough day at Brady camp from the GOP frontrunner, oh, no. Donald Trump. First of all, let's start by saying leave Tom Brady alone. <laughs> leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's a great
4: guy. It's enough. (laughs) It's enough. That's who you align yourself with. (laughs) That's not true at all. Even Tommy doesn't align himself with that. Maybe
2: he can um, appoint a Supreme Court judge that will um, handle this case if uh, Brady appeals. I did
4: see a a tweet just now as we're we're up here uh, saying Brady's going to do whatever he can to fight. This. Oh my God! It just won't go <laughs> away. It's not gonna die. It 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 is interesting though. When this happened the first time, it felt like the biggest news ever. The whole you know newsroom stopped, and uh, you know we did a special show and talked for forty. We minutes got a ago.
2: packet of research it, that was so thick just on Deflate DeflateGate. But this time really? around, there yeah. is
4: real fatigue over like oh this again. Okay, and it's just now it feels more like a normal news story. It's silly. The best, one of the two or three best players in the most popular sport in America isn't playing. Because he threw a light football. And there's no way like I've I've seen it thrown out there. Is is there any way that the NFL says, okay, it's been a year, this or that, Because
2: like, they just want precedence too. Like
4: right, they could just let him play anyways, and it's like, it's hard to imagine. It's gonna be annoying for fantasy. Happening. Purposes. The whole the whole point was was for precedent. He's a draft day value in fantasy leagues. Oh. I'm sure you check out the NFL fantasy podcast. <laughs> By the way, the last oh. uh Yeah. <laughs> you know Alex Gallar. Elhar. Yeah. Fabs. Fabs. I mean, like, what, is, what does Arcus this do Grant, for, for everybody rank. up there? The last, uh, by the way, the last. Maddie Harmon involved with that pot? I think sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, the show. last Tarico game ever on ESPN. Chiefs 30, Texans 0. Okay, you know what? That makes me mad. <laughs> All right. Moving on. That's
3: what's happening in the news. And now it's time to make some lunch. Ooh. Because... Uh, it is that time of the show. Uh, if you have not uh, heard this before, every about three or four times a year, we will uh, lay out some propositions. Um, uh, predictions really are th- what they are, are and each, each of the people in the room uh, make a prediction, and the others have a chance to say, oh, I agree with you, or I don't agree with you. In fact, let's put a sandwich on it. You're going to be wrong. And that is the game we call Go Get My Lunch! You dung beetle. You dung beetle. Dung beetle. That was
2: good. Nice was.
3: Uh, so why don't we start up the game? Gray? You excited? Dung, you this, dung beetle. Yeah. This is the draft edition of Go Get My Lunch. Uh, so Connie Fox. Wow. Wow. Is this this is, first time you've done this with us. I think yeah, so. Yeah, it is. Oh, That's a said. big step. You're going to be mean, on the board. when Wow. I, when we
4: talked about it on, you know, I think it was on Thursday. I said, this is a big, this is going to be a big moment. for. Yeah. A, a, you want to talk about probably. history. This is history.
3: Right okay. Here.
2: So I'm just going to throw one out there. You throw yeah. one
4: out there, and
2: okay. then
3: uh, we will let you know what we think about it. Okay. Honestly.
2: So I'm going to say <laughs> that Ohio State has six players drafted in the first round. Whoa. That ties the record that by Miami in 2004. Wait. You're, so so you're I not, think. What? Go
4: on. Go on.
2: Because I legitimately think five players will be drafted from Ohio State in the first round. So I'm You're looking, a big
4: Eli Apple fan.
2: I I think that that Joey Bosa, Ezekiel Elliott, Eli Apple, Taylor Decker, and Darren Lee will probably go. And then you have the guys on the bubble that are like Michael Thomas, Braxton Miller, and Von Bell. I think one of those guys jumps up. Uh,
3: Braun Bell, yes.
2: (laughs) Von Bell. Von Bell.
3: I'll tell you what, Connie Fox has come to this game with a good strategy. Because she right, I
4: was gonna say, don't be too prepared. She lays in bed at night reading, <laughs> uh, <you> no <know>, paperwork. <laughs> you're
2: gonna well, make all us. Right, so, you're gonna make
4: us look
3: bad. But I
2: did mock draft live yesterday on the network. Oh, you did. That's I right. Did. What a
3: huge uh, advantage that is. So
2: I was I was looking at the guys <laughs> that went and um, yeah, I think it's going to be six. I was originally going to say seven and that it would be really crazy and break the record and break that Michael would, Irvin's heart. Really? That
4: would be your onion hanger. That's what, that's what we call it. Okay. You kind of have, you want to put one out there. That's a little riskier than the others. Six. Okay. Six all right. In the middle, but it doesn't matter. I'm taking you. I, I will uh, take you up on that. You think Connie's hanging onion here? No, I don't know. Me but You it, have no idea. It's, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm literally asking you. I, it's, uh, I don't Somebody even. Somebody tell me if she is or not. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm going to take <laughs> it because six is so specific. You know, it could be seven still. could be five. Right. You never know. It could be four. Maybe uh, maybe your boy Eli Apple somehow slips out. I'm take- I just love that name, Eli Apple. Good Eli Apple. Right?
6: That
2: wasn't his first name either.
4: I'm taking it because.
6: Stop rubbing it I know. All I'm sorry. all right, all
2: right, all right, right, right.
6: Taking it because that's the purpose of the game. Yeah, that's true. Let's wheel and deal here. Come on. OK, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the odds are even
3: with my limited knowledge of the Ohio State football program, I can tell you <laughs> that that's a that's a lot of people to go in the first round. More, more than likely someone's going to fall. Only five will be taken in the first round. So I will take you.
2: Ooh. OK,
3: so that's three sandwiches on the line. Uh, I octane sandwiches, by the way,
2: Jackson market.
3: Yeah. Oh, by the way, no vegetarians in this game. I love that. Mark's not here too. Cause you know, Mark doesn't love this game. He doesn't love food that much. Uh, I love sandwiches. I'm so excited about this. Uh, yeah, you you eat meat mm. and you you like t- uh, to have food, so this is going to be perfect. <laughs>
6: Isn't <laughs> Philly one of the like sandwich heaviest?
3: It
2: places is. In there are yeah. so many good sandwich places there. I want if you guys to... want any recommendations? Hit me up on Twitter. All right,
4: <laughs> Look I want to at, <laughs> at what? At what handle, Connie?
2: Colleen Wolf NFL.
4: John's roast pork. <laughs> Colleen Wolf was not That's available. My favorite. John's, roast <sighs> John's roast pork. pork.
2: John's I, roast. Pork my wife is so good. Danix roast beef.
4: Emika oh. and I we went to, we went to Philly once just to eat sandwiches.
2: That's a great trip. <laughs> that's what I do for, every
4: time I go home. For six straight meals, like, we ate six straight sandwiches, and that was. And then we just that's went
3: home. a
6: that's climbing up a few rungs on the Common Man rankings. <laughs> <laughs> <The> sandwich trip. <laughs> common men like don't
4: it. have money to go go to a city just to eat sandwiches.
6: Well, you don't <laughs> have to be destitute. Drove, we to drove
3: be three man.
4: hours and stayed <laughs> in a cheap hotel. You, know, you don't need that much money. Come on! I mean, you don't have to be living
6: in squalor to be a common man, you know. Says the guy who's very low on the common man ranking. <laughs>
4: oh, <what? Right? laughs> I disagree,
3: by the way. As Emika said, Greg's wife, I am number one on the common man ranking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the way it is. Which I, I know West Wes.
2: threw his head back laughing. That hurts Wes
3: so much. It
2: doesn't hurt. It's laughable. No, it
3: hurts Wes so much. Laughable. I work for the post office 46 years ago. I saw a coal ago. mine once. <laughs> I grew up in a coal town. That's true. And uh, He
6: waved to all the coal workers while they were descending into the coal Yeah,
3: and I buried a lot of them, too. Wow. It was not an easy uh, childhood for me. <laughs> Please. It
2: got dark. Yeah. I wish you were
3: Wes, Oof. you are up. Never forget who Emma could put number one. All right, Wes, you're
4: up.
6: Uh, Titans trade up back into the top 10. Ooh. Oh, wow. Mm.
4: I might have to go next because mine is
3: really... Okay, that's not a problem, Greg. Flow. All right, let me just take a look at the draft board here. Very important.
2: Oh, maybe with, like, the Browns or something? Yeah,
4: some people think Laramie Tunsell maybe at 5 mm. or uh, 6. So the Titans the are at 15, of course... Um, they get the guy they wanted at one, back at five. They
3: traded so of one. many.
2: They have so many picks now too.
4: Tunsil was the guy that w- they were connected to most before they traded out of the pick. DJ's top player on his big board, and yet he has him going sixth to his old team, the Ravens. I will, I will take you up on that because uh, it's related to one of my other ones. All right, and I have to be consistent. Although you don't part, have to be necessarily. Part of me thinks that you know, head your bets, but that's not. That's not how this game is played. Yeah, you got to be gotta a, a go riverboat gambler. you got to go for the sandwiches.
3: Uh, yeah, I think, Wes, that's a, that's a good one.
4: Uh, but for the sake, again, of the game. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't the have idea, to take it. No, I, of course I don't have to. I mean, let's stop being like you're doing anything for the sake of the game. You're doing it for the sake of some sandwiches. Yeah, that's what I mean, I because
3: that's how you win sandwiches. The people that hang a little onion are the ones that are rewarded typically in the game. Uh, at least when it comes to taking them, setting it, sending out the wages, is when it gets tricky, when you hang too much onion. But <laughs> not only do the Titans would they want to trade back into the top ten, they would also have to find someone who would do it with them. I'm going to say they can't do it. They might try. They're going to have to sit at 15. So I will take you up on it.
2: I'm going to say, I think, I think they do it, and I think they do it with the Browns.
4: Mm, Ooh, so, so you're not hyper taking. specific. Yeah. All right. So you only get the sandwich if it's with the Browns.
2: <laughs> oh no no, no
4: no no! I'm just pull kidding. back, pull back the range. Right, right, I'm just right, trying right, to take right, advantage right. of your lack of knowledge of the rules.
3: Yeah, ah! Just say uh,
4: in, in accordance with the code of the
3: game. Just say. Okay. And as an aside, not related to the sandwich prop. Okay. I believe. Okay. That trade will be with the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. So
2: the, yes, all of that that you just said. Let's put that on the books. <laughs> Great. Uh,
3: wait, wait! Breaking news. I'm changing my mind. I'm getting bad
4: feeling about this, and now I feel as if they will trade back into the top ten. I'm out. Well, then I know what you're saying with uh, my next one, which is no trades in the top ten, which is really three to ten. We, we obviously know one and two have been traded. It's kind of people just stay up, stay on the board. They make their picks. Yeah, nice, quiet top ten. None of these players are that excited exciting to be trading up back up for. I don't think Paxton Lynch is a guy who should be going in the top ten or trading up for him necessarily. Hmm. No trades in the top ten. So Chargers, Cowboys, Jags,
3: Ravens, Niners, at? Browns, Bucks, and Giants all stay put.
4: As
6: a nod to Mark Sessler, I should accept this one and just, like, go against my own. Right. That's what Sessler <laughs> <laughs> is.
3: <laughs> Old even Steven.
6: <laughs> mm. I'll, you know, yeah, I'll take you up on it. I've already said the Titans are going to trade into the- I'll take you up on
3: it. Yeah, I'm in. All right. I, just because I don't think the Titans will doesn't mean nobody will. Yeah. it's c- it,
4: it would be a rare thing for that to happen. Relatively rare. <laughs> Okay, I will throw one out there. The
3: <clears throat> the Cowboys take a quarterback uh, in their first two picks. Wow! Cool.
4: Their first two picks. Mm. Well, I, which, which, really feels like their second pick, because right. unless they trade down, they which could you trade know, yeah, they could. Uh, although Jerry Jones did say on Monday he he thought they would stay at the pick, but who knows let, whether to address me. that. Jarrah. Uh I will take you up on that because, yeah, to me, that's just their second-round pick because I really don't think they're going to take it at one in the first round. And so their second-round pick. Yeah. Number, there's, there's, by the way, that's number 34 overall, so it's a high second-round pick. Right, and there's a lot of guys that people do believe are, are in that second-round quarterback range, so it wouldn't be crazy, but I'll take you yeah, up.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to happen because I think they're going to take a defensive end probably in the first mm-hmm. round. but. What
3: about Ezekiel Elliott? The quarterback maybe. in
4: the second round.
2: Uh, yeah, quarterback in the second round.
3: And as a reminder, Wes, the mailman, I'm putting you on the spot. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you do.
6: Who is on the uh, quarterback depth chart in Dallas after Tony Romo? Kellen Moore and taking it to the streets. What's his name? Strongs? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. <laughs> what? It's,
3: something, it's something like that. It Strongs, might be a fictional streets, person. something like that. I should, out of respect for the man who's literally in the NFL, I will say that his name is Jameel Showers.
6: Showers. Yeah.
3: Showers. Yeah. Showers.
6: Um, take it to the showers, Jameel. Take it to the showers. It's Carton's feet. So,
3: clearly, they have a need. Tony Romo is by far the most frail quarterback in the game right now and 36 years old. They are going to go get that quarterback of the future in the first two rounds. And, and so, Greg, you're taking me up on it. Wolfie's not, right? Right. You agree with me? Right. I agree with you. I don't okay, think you can so go into right. the
6: year with Kellen Moore as your backup. Mm. But I think they take a second-round quarterback.
3: All right, just one sandwich on the line. All right, Connie, you're up next.
2: Okay. Um, oh, I love this game. The 49ers <laughs> so trade back into the first round. So they have the seventh overall pick. Yeah. And then they trade again to get back in later.
6: So they have two first round
3: picks.
2: Yeah.
6: Interesting strategy
3: from Connie here. She's hyper specific. Obviously, has done her homework. <laughs>
4: Clearly yes. it is not a good thing to be hyper specific. Right. right. Oh. I was going to no, like, say you've done shoot. you've done your homework okay. on the draft. Very right. well prepared you haven't done your homework on Go Get My Lunch. Oh, oh wow. man. If you go wow. look at some of the, mis- right. the mistakes made by the, the man in that chair, number one, it's being hyper-specific. Two-part yes. trades where specific guys go to specific That's games. true. And then number two, it's staying out of the well, mix when people are making their uh, their wagers, which you just stayed out of the mix for Dan's last one. I'm, too, I'm
2: so. channeling Sessler. I'm yes. sitting in his seat right That's now. True. A lot of
4: dark <laughs> energy over
3: there.
2: <laughs>
4: um
3: <laughs> And Greg, you nailed it though. Greg absolutely nailed it. Okay. It's, if you get sheepish taking other people's wagers and then go hyper specific, that is the ticket to 2 and 14, which <laughs> well, is Who knows what oh, I no. did last year, by the way. It could happen to anybody, but last year in this very draft um, prop session. see, You've
2: learned from your mistakes. I haven't had a chance Mm, to do that yet, so maybe that's what this is all about.
3: All right, can you just run it by me one more time? The
2: 49ers trade back into the first round, so maybe I should revise it and it should just be the 49ers trade up at some point.
4: No, that's too. Nah, bad. Uh, too bad. All right,
2: all right, all right, all right. They trade up to to get back into the first round, so they have two picks in the first round I... because free agency is like they haven't done anything, and Chip Kelly's there, and Trent Baalke maybe like the, maybe he's waiting for the splash for the draft.
3: You know what? I'm gonna say, Connie, I'm gonna pass on it because when you're a bad team with a ton of holes, usually they want to have as many yeah. picks as possible, and I think they're gonna they're not gonna want to package a bunch of picks just to move up ten
6: spots. Uh, so I will take you on that. I will also take you on. I like your logic. It's coming from a good place, but okay, the odds are in our favor. How much money do you have in your bank account right now, Colin?
2: <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right. So we got. So we all took. Did Greg, take it. Colin, I took it. Yeah, yeah right we all took. Okay.
6: It.
4: Uh, Greg chastised Connie I know oh, oh yes, stop for the show
6: yeah now gentle, I'm very sheepish.
4: gentle rebukement show business gentle rebukement all right well by the way, up. poor Mark you know we're burying him he, his record is not is not so bad in this game yeah, forty four and fifty I mean it's, it's the it's only one, one under five hundred who's not a producer yeah. I was
6: disappointed when I heard
4: Dan that. and I are nine over you're seven over, uh, but to my point that it's good to just be in the mix, I have ten more uh total wins and losses than Dan, for instance So just wow just throw him in there, just throw him in there. Ready? Wes. Josh Doxton, first wide receiver off the board. Oh. J-Dot. Interesting. I don't even know who he is.
2: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> it's good. TCU. Don't admit
4: that. All right, here we go. He He is, in terms of, like, looking at the skill sets and, you know, the – what you what, what I know about him is what I like. He's the he's the wide receiver that I'd want my team to draft. He the has borrowing Colleen's binders. What's going on over oh, there? <laughs> I, you know, I <laughs> Not totally out of it. Uh, you know, like a route run. He just seems like great hands. Seems like a guy that's going to transition versus the boomer bust type of guy. Now those guys aren't always taken first, and they don't always work out either. Mark Clayton is a guy I can think of who is kind of that guy. Um, hmm. Mark Clayton. Back, the Ravens version, way back in the day, yeah.
6: Not to be confused with Michael Clayton, no. The one-year wonder. Are you taking so it? So
2: I agree that doxson's going to be the first wide receiver.
6: Okay,
3: I will. Um, I will take you on that. Can you name another wide receiver? Corey Coleman, Baylor. That's the <laughs> I guy I see done. going first. Guy's a real really? playmaker. Yep. Mm. In fact, he was almost one of my wagers. Uh, I was going to throw this out one, but it was a little too oniony. Corey Coleman to either the Texans or Bengals. But, again, that that hyper-specificity. Right, doesn't work. Specificity. That's hard to say. You're a sneaky Baylor fan. Well, Laquan
4: Trennell would be, the, I think, the conventional wisdom to go first, but it wouldn't be a shock, I think, if any of those three guys, maybe Will Fuller. Will
2: Fuller, he's so fast.
4: goes first. Uh, But I will take you on that and just uh, go with the field. You know, Laquan and and Corey.
6: It's a very Greg move move to go with the field. Yeah, of
4: course. This next one –
3: Here's a Browns wager, and this was the thing I kind of feared uh, with the Browns, that they would get sucked into RG3 and then not go after a quarterback. Uh, So I will kind of double down with my belief that that's what's going to happen, and the Browns will not take a quarterback in the first three rounds.
0: Wow. I'll
6: I'll take you up on
2: that. I'll take that.
4: Mm, That's a tough one. I kind of
3: agree with you on that. Remember, the ground moved beneath Hugh Jackson's feet. I mean, a home run pick from the great mastermind of football operations.
2: Sashi. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Plus, I want to see uh, maybe they trade for Sam Bradford. No, that probably not.
6: They try to trade for him every year, don't if they? If they
4: ended up with Sam Bradford and RG3.
6: Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. By week eight. That can't happen. A starter That can't happen. To get Sam Bradford, oh, Josh McCown, and so RG3 annoying. on the same roster, the most three in- injury-prone quarterbacks in the league. They could
4: split up split up the playing time. Yeah. Some people have been connecting Paxton Lynch to them. I don't know if they'd move back for him or not. I'm not I am gonna take I'm not gonna take you on that. You're right? not. Sitting out. I think they'll take okay. the quarterback. Ooh, I like when I get
3: Greg questioning himself and not taking one. You know he loves to jump in there. Uh oh. Yeah. I really gave him a brain buster.
4: Yeah, that was a good one.
3: Okay. Uh let's take a break before we do our last one. Uh and do a group pick. We like to do one group. Where you got to nail the player to the team, I don't know if anyone's ever gotten this in the couple of years we've done it, but this year we're going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. He is the Ohio State tailback that everyone seems to love. Um, some people have him going to the top five when I was looking at the NFL.com mock drafts, which you can find Greg at NFL.com/draft it takes you to that page.
4: Maroon or mock content. or slash mock draft central, mm-hmm.
2: or just mock draft.
4: Wow, we've got it
2: all Nobody, covered,
4: people. Uh, Anyway, so, Zeke
3: Elliott, um, where will he land? What team? Uh, Hit the team where he's going to be playing football in 2016. Colleen.
2: I'm going with the Browns. Okay. I thought – I originally thought the Cowboys, and then once DeMarcus Lawrence got suspended too, and, like, their need, I just feel like it's desperate. It'd be
4: a little crazy to take a running back, I feel like. Yeah,
2: they have Alfred Morris –
6: Darren
4: McFadden? Yeah, okay. They're not that crazy <laughs> to take a running back. I, I could buy it. You should, you should not let Darren McFadden and old Alf Morris get in the way of taking it. But it seems True. like the players are well, better you on the defense. Browns?
2: They need I said the Browns. I was saying I originally thought of oh, the Cowboys, you, gotcha. but now because they need a defensive end so bad, I'm going with the Browns. Got you.
6: When I watched this team play last year, they had the slowest running backs in the league, the New York Giants. Oh, you took mine, baby. Well, you can go multiple Ooh. on the same team. I was thinking the same thing. What, a,
4: do that. what a roster hole that was for them last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I, I disagree. I mean, you're right. They absolutely need it, but man, their defense is so so bad that they it just spent seems like three billion dollars on defensive players, and that's just right one to, just to replace their other. They need a linebacker. They, they need everything on defense. They never draft linebackers. By it, the way, you can still to,
3: focus on your defense even if you use a high pick on an offense. You
4: player. have Shane Vereen, so that's one half of a decent tandem. In then you've got. Rashad Jennings. <laughs> to Greg's point, they only have six picks, by the way. Don't forget Orleans Darqua. Uh I will mind?
3: I will also go with the Giants.
4: I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bears. One spot after uh New York. Mm. I think I think Miami is kind of the last spot he could go. He could certainly go higher uh than this pick. Even maybe six to the to the Ravens wouldn't be that crazy. But how about uh how about Chicago Bears? They tried to get CJ Anderson. Uh, Jeremy Langford to me after I did that rookie running back uh, article. Very, uh, I was not. I was not too impressed with Langford. I, I mean, he's a he's a solid guy to have, but I think they'd love to get a a real three down type of back.
6: When are you going to pop the question to Duke, to Duke Johnson?
3: You what? are in love. Oh, with I love Duke Johnson. You are yeah. in love with
4: Duke. Greg's out of his chair for Duke Johnson.
0: Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs>
3: um, all right, now comes the time. All right, we got all those locked in, and and our friend Nick Fortier. Or is it Nick Fortier? Nick Fortier. Nick Fortier. Uh, again, gogetmylunch.org. He tracks. He does an amazing job. Uh, he tracks every one of these um, wagers, and he has the, the all-time rankings. He also has a, a soundboard that has some of our great drops. All sorts of fun stuff on gogetmylunch.org. Uh, don't forget about the Around the NFL uh, podcast Reddit page as well and the iTunes Challenge. All right. One more. Time around the horn. Now I want some onions hanging.
2: Oh <laughs> want... god, I already did that though.
3: All right. If you already felt like you hung on. Yeah, you... she,
4: ha- she has. She has been pretty gutsy. Then just give us one more. I, I will
2: Okay. Don't oh, worry wait. about it. How about
3: Go ahead. And of course, our annual and we love it every year cuz it's free sandwiches for the room uh, producer pick uh the irishman ready with his own sandwich wager fun fact about this game a producer has never won a go get my lunch
4: prop. wait summer. did i even do a second round of of uh picks i don't think i did i think you did didn't you i don't think, I don't did think uh-oh. so uh-oh and I, if i was sneaky i would have just sat out cuz that that would help my chances but no i only hey, wrote down 3 and so i never oh you never... know why
3: cuz you went third the first time yeah it got a little wonky okay go ahead
4: so uh, i don't want to i don't want to cheat the game here's here's one the Broncos trade for a quarterback, not named Colin Kaepernick. Go get my lunch,
1: you big guy. <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> workshop that
4: one.
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'd have to cut that one. You should have to buy damage no, like for that. <laughs> Go get my lunch, you big guy. Uh, that's gonna
4: happen. The Broncos are gonna tr- the Broncos are gonna trade for a quarterback. But yeah, and it won't be Colin Kaepernick. I think it, I think it'll be Case Keenum.
2: Is that part of it?
4: No, because okay. I, I made it a little more vague. But that's pretty specific as it is. I just, just in case they trade for someone else. I don't think they're gonna start. This not. has to be by Monday. They still so when we oh, when oh we're, by Monday by we're, when we're back in the yeah. studio because this is a draft show. Yeah, that's fair. It has to be over the course of the draft.
3: I think it's I think it's gonna happen, Greg. I think it's a good one, but I think there's no way in hell they're coming out of the draft and free agency with Mark Sanchez behind center, they're going to have somebody. I think it happens, so I won't take you.
6: I do think they'll trade for Colin Kaepernick, but in the spirit of Greg's way of playing this game, I'm taking the field. Oh, what
4: an influence. I
6: have. Yeah, I, I'm taking the field.
2: I'll take it. Why not?
4: Yeah, it's a tough one. So trading for a
3: quarterback that's not cap, you said. Yeah.
4: Case Keenum is really who I'm thinking, but I figured give myself a –
0: what Some other Bradford. chances.
2: Yeah. Bradford, yeah.
4: In our, uh, we had a trade uh, piece today, four trades we'd love to see for the draft. Uh, Connor threw out Mike Lennon to the Broncos. Mike Glennon always hasn't, coming up. Hasn't been any buzz on that at all. But uh, Case Keenum makes a little more sense because he, he played for Kubiak. Case Keenum's like, so
6: good, you have to trade for him. You can't I always, wait for him
4: to be released. You just y- have to trade for by him. By the way, Mike
6: Lennon. <laughs> Fifth should, round pick <laughs> or something.
4: Mike Lennon needs to
3: – he's inching towards the territory where we should probably stop. Invoking his name in trades and talking about him like every other Victor show, Victor Cruz territory. It's been happening like for three years now. All right, now the onion hang around. Colleen, you already hung some onions, so just give us your final uh, prop. <laughs>
2: I'll just give you another one here. All right, okay. uh, Stephen Taluk is traded. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Thank you for the sandwiches. <laughs>
3: She's learning. She's That's, a rookie.
6: <laughs>
2: Steven
6: Even gets his own go get my lunch cup. Yep. yep. <laughs> it, it's very sweet, Colleen.
2: Just throw it you're in there. you in the game. Why not? I'll take I'm it. a terrible gambler.
3: What is it like in a you <laughs> don't here.
2: Uh, No, you're right.
3: What is, what is the line in <laughs> Shawshank Redemption?
2: Like
3: fresh meat. Fresh meat. <laughs> yeah, I'll take
4: <laughs> I'll take that up that that like a that a 30 uh 30 Two year old or thirty one year old? Yep. he's coming
2: off what? It, major had, like, injury ACL problems. It's not going to be burning Achilles. up the
4: trade market. But the, but you know what? I did text uh, in preparation for this. I'm always you know trying to prepare. Uh-huh. I Texted Ian for you know some some tips. Yeah. This guy. Why not? Cheating. I know. That's not Why cheating. We just to cheating. Oh yeah. Uh, you not trying. Wes is one of those guys. that's like oh yeah, those kids studying for the test ahead of time. Bunch of cheaters.
0: <laughs> it's like I'm just going to wing of it. Cheaters. <laughs> So, uh, so, um. And Tulloch,
4: to finish my uh, point, he put Tulloch on his list of guys who could be <gasps> traded. So, oh. With that said, I'm Whoa. not I'm not buying it. Why would anyone want uh, Tulloch at $5.5 I don't 5. know, somebody who's desperate. Fresh fish.
2: They think- Fresh fish. <laughs> I'll take what? it.
3: Fresh fish. That's the line of Shawshank.
4: I'm taking it. Of course I'm taking it. That guy's not getting traded
2: All right. this week. See what happens, guys.
4: What? <laughs> you Did you take it? I took it, yeah. Okay. Wes? Wes?
6: Uh, before I go over this, do you want to call Ian real quick to get his advice? If we uh, still
3: had the Bunsen burner blowtorch, that would have been a perfect spot.
6: To be perfectly candid, I have no idea if this is an onion hanger or not because I know so little about the draft.
3: Been established,
4: okay.
6: Paxton Lynch doesn't make it past the Browns at number eight.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Well,
3: I
4: think, I think that's an onion hanger.
3: Yeah, I will say, because I did did a little research for that same piece Greg was just talking about, Uh, Mike Mayock recently said that he thought the Jets at 20 were in potentially good position uh, to get Lynch, and their biggest uh, problem could be the Bills at 19.
2: Yeah, that's who I was thinking too. So Mm.
3: going by Mike Mayock's knowledge of the draft board, which is extensive for as much as you can have knowledge of this, (laughs) <laughs> a little bit of a crapshoot. Uh, spoiler alert! Uh, I will say I'll take you on that West because it sounds like he'll fall a little further.
6: For the purposes of this game, let me rephrase it. He won't fall past number eight.
4: Okay. okay. So,
6: he, so, he, so the Browns could trade right. out or whatever. I don't know.
4: Right. I will. Uh, I will take you up on that. Although I hope you're. I hope you're wrong because I. I really envision. A scenario where I think the Jets, you know, Jets might be looking at Pack. There's a lot of buzz of Jets and and Lynch that they're looking at him as a as a possible thing. Whether whether he trades, they trade up for him, or they hope that he falls to them. I think they'd probably have to trade up for him. But here's my scenario: draft draft weekend. Um, they want to trade up for Paxton Lynch. They're thwarted. Sorry. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, by the way, signs a one year contract with the New England Patriots as a backup. You got Geno Smith. It's all over for the Jets. Forget about the throne of ease. Look at you. You got a new setup.
3: Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I like it. I like it. Listen, I'm on record that the Jets are heading towards disaster this season. Uh, but that that's not going to happen. So, listen, you're just hitting out because <laughs> your franchise is in tatters, although you're looking forward to it because you want to see what it's like to be like the other people
4: if, yeah. for well, four weeks. Well, it's, I really what was going on is I had that drop already and realized I hadn't used it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: all right. So do, are we all square on that one?
2: I yeah? i think the Bills are going to he, – he's going to fall to the Bills. So, okay. yeah. Mm.
3: All right, let's bro- let's blow through the rest of these. And I mentioned this one earlier: Corey Coleman, uh, the Baylor wideout, will go to the Texans or the Bengals.
4: Uh, Hyper specific. How you like them onions? Chomp chomp. Well, it's not, it's not as onion hanging because you gave two teams, and that's oh, where people it's want. Pretty specific. specific.
2: I don't. I don't think Corey Coleman goes to them. I think that it's going to be like Laquan Treadwell or Josh Doxson.
6: I'll take the other thirty teams. Yep.
4: Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take you up on that. But that, that's a pretty common pick. But by using the two teams, I, I don't think that qualifies as an onion hanger. Dan, Dan once again, trying <laughs> to cheat, trying please. to cheat. Uh, so you're not taking it, or you're taking? It? I'm, I'm still taking it. Oh yeah, but it's not an onion hanger. Okay. And finally, Greg, uh, I'm going to go sp- hype. I'm going to go specific. The number three pick in the draft is DeForest Buckner to so the San Diego Chargers. He will be the first uh, surprise of draft night. I will take you up on I'll that. I'll take you on that.
3: I'll
2: take it, too. I'll take
4: the field of 255.
3: All right. Good job, guys. Good sandwich prop. Oh, Brandon, we ran out of time. Uh, Do you have one? real? Colleen, Colleen's got to get going. I do. Yeah. So just I will. Oh, right. As As someone new to the game, I'll tell you. Just take whatever the producer's wager is going to be. You don't even have to hear it. It's going to be bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Done. Uh, but we'll run it by you after. Colleen has to take off. She's got somewhere to be. Later, Connie guys. Fox. Check her out at Colleen Wolf NFL. Somebody got to Colleen Wolf. That, that must have hurt. But <laughs> great work by <laughs> Connie Fox. Um, all right, before we go, it is a tradition. Like Mr. Irrelevant at the draft, uh, there's always somebody that has to go last. It is our producer with a prop of their
5: own. I predict that rog- Irishman. Roger Goodell will walk Be up here. less times than he did last year. What? He'll what? Walk on stage less times than he did last year. How many times did he walk? This is a bad one. Yeah. It's it's the first who cares?
6: Ever, it's first ever I don't care. Yeah. Go, on, so does
5: what that does mean, that even mean? Does even, that mean you take it? Wait, do you don't know how many times he walked on? Maybe just day? pass.
4: You angered Greg, by the way. This. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> Greg's literally mad at you. Is there some news <laughs> that – no, that's not true. <laughs> Wait, do you, how many times did he walk on last year, you know? Probably did the first first round. <laughs> I'm not doesn't, helping
5: you guys. doesn't do the second round. There's probably some news that someone's – No, there's zero n- new news. But he I, goes on the stage on the second round too for a, at least part of it, if not all of it. So, we, this is like writing about Victor Cruz. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's your take it or not. I don't even want to track this. Yeah. I, I guess it. I'm not going to take it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to not take it.
4: You can be spit. He, he actually came up with a good way to avoid giving up Santa. <laughs> so it all worked out.
5: Oh, oh. Poor Panda. Sure. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I'm just waiting to hear if you guys took it or not. Uh, I heard Wes, no. That's a no for me, too. Okay. No. And, I mean, the only, it was a – kind of a way to see if I could get sandwiches out of you guys because there's less picks in the first round this year. So, oh, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but that the, the was
3: flawed anyway because he goes up for the second round, too. Well, But then, there's but the th-
5: second there's round is the same number as last year. But did he <laughs> check to see
4: if the compensatory picks are the same in the third round? Who knows?
5: Who knows, Brandon? I actually had another one, too. It was like awkward moments for Roger Goodell, but uh, whatever. I don't know. It's all right. It's all right.
3: Wes, what do you have to say about this Irishman? Should we put down the chisels after I'm this?
5: I'm I have the dean scream ready. You can yell at me. Go ahead. We're not gonna yell. We're not, not mad. Flussed. We're just disappointed. That's <laughs> worse. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Lo- that's like when your mom. When yeah. You get in trouble from your mom.
6: You Gotta sit on the steps for an hour.
5: I have to say though, I ran it by two people that I will not name, and yeah. they actually liked it. So. Oh. Don't. Now you're making us feel bad. Don't insult good
4: people anymore. Looking at Dan <laughs> scribbling paper, he's got my name written on it for something. Don't
6: well, my name on your not
4: everything that I scribbled down. I talk about. We yeah. ran out of time, so we
3: can't mm. talk about it right now. Mm. Maybe on our next show. All right, Brandon. Um, maybe if you want to go back to the drawing board and come up with another one for well,
5: freaking Tony Romo. I had a good one, and then he kind of <laughs> screwed me over. So I decided to go bad.
3: Irishman is like all out of sorts right now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he's so better. <laughs> all right, we'll
3: give you. An- How about this? give you a fresh shot Wednesday. Something a little more There's, not
5: something so out there. I well, I will, I will, he would
4: have to do it he would have to do it off off after yeah,
5: we're not back till uh yeah, Thursday. I'll night. tell you guys yeah. Wednesday. Okay. All right. <laughs> At least it was content. Yeah.
3: That's it for uh Monday's edition of the show. Thank you for everyone for listen to everyone for listening. Remember, it's a different week so we are will be on after the first round uh wraps up, so no matter I don't know, depends where you are in the world, but it's going to be going up late, late, late on the East Coast in the U.S. Uh, and, uh, but it will be up that night of the draft, and you're not going to get that anywhere else. So make sure you check us out. First round wrap-up draft recap, and then we'll be back again on Saturday. So uh, that's it for now. This is Dan Hansis signing off for Connie Fox in absentia. The mailman, the boss, and the Irishman. Take up the chisels. Get back to work, guys. Till draft night.